Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Lady Mouse. Lady Mouse. Hello, welcome to another episode of Lady Mouth with me, Mixie Plum, and the Dr. Amazing, Raven. The amazing <laughs> Dr. Raven. That's how I'm introducing you. <laughs> the amazing Dr. Raven. Yay. In the house. What? what? Welcome <laughs> to Lady Mouth, the show where we encourage you to open your mouth and talk as much as you want and tell us things. But this is the other portion of it where me and Doc Raven talk about maybe the episode, the interview episode that we have, or we just talk about whatever we want. Like today, our episode title is In My Tribe, and um, that is a reference to the 10,000 Maniacs album. But, and I... Shout out. Yay. Um, that is probably their best album with songs such as Like the Weather. I definitely heartily recommend that album. <laughs> and I think it fits nicely into what we are talking about today. Um, but first, we are going to start with Quote the Raven. So we've been hearing a lot of systemic racism because of all the stuff that's going on that is awful and terrible and frightening i i was thinking to myself today that um like what scares me the most because you know we we talk about horror a lot and i was thinking yeah and today i was thinking you know what scares me the most fucking hate hate (laughs) scares me the most not to be altruistic but you know (laughs) jack nicholson with an axe still scares the shit out of me but hey absolutely yeah yes here's johnny <laughs> so, um, what we're <laughs> that was awesome. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you so much. Oh my god. <laughs> so, you've heard of systemic racism while well, in medical terminology. Forgive me, I'm an AMP nerd, I'm a massage therapist. The opposite of systemic is localized, which means it's intra. And that is the term Raven came up with because I kept saying the wrong term. I kept saying <laughs> insular racism, which is a redundant, Raven told me. <laughs> 
And Raven, you came up with intra-racism. Why don't you explain it? Yeah. So basically, you know, intra-racism is when you're basically feeling that you're getting shunned, um, unable to connect with members of your own race. That can be whether or not you're, you know, whether you're Black, whether you're even white people have this, Mexicans, uh, Latinos, Asians. Um, it's just this this disconnect that you are unable to connect with those members of your own race. And that could be for reasons such as they think that you're trying to be a different race, um, you know, as a, as a non-stereotypical African-American woman or Black American woman as I prefer. I often was told as a kid that I was, I sounded like I was white, so therefore I wanted to be white. And it made it very difficult for me to connect with members of my own tribe, of my, of, of the Black race, because there was a lot of disconnect in that. Um, and that also can be from, you know, socioeconomic status too. You'll find that sometimes individuals who grew up in a certain way, there's a, a sort of culture within that. And if you're not from that culture, then you're shunned. And that can be whether any race within any race um and then there's religion which i think mixie can speak more to i think you can speak to that more mixie um on that end yeah um so i was raised reformed jewish uh pretty much my parents said we just wanted to give you a base you can be whatever you want after this is after my bat mitzvah in 1991 <laughs> i became a woman uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, wait, that's Happy New Year. I don't, I don't remember all my Hebrew, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my real Jewish friends are going to kill me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after they, my parents said, you can be whatever you want, I said, I'm a witch. And they said, cool. And that's what I've been since then. I am now no organized religion. However, Judish, Judish? I was going to say Judaism. And Judish. then I went to I like it. Jewish. I, like I it. also like Druish. Like, uh, let's face it, I'm Druish, like from Spaceballs. You know? <laughs> right, Funny. exactly. Druish. <laughs> you don't look Druish. <laughs> you don't look <laughs> I'm just going to call myself Druish from now on because I consider myself a Mel Brooks Jew. Like, it's all about the comedy. There we go. There we go. So anyway, yeah. So my one example of being shunned from my own tribe is uh, that my mom is the Spanish one. So in the Jewish religion, your mom has to be the one who is the Jew or else you're not considered Jewish. Now, I went to in Long, Long Island, New York, I went to just a reformed temple you know there weren't like it was all reformed very easygoing we used to sit in the synagogue and chew gum ah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, car in the harbor <laughs> no, that's Boston, not New York. <laughs> oh wrong turn okay, no. <laughs> so um one time when i was 11 in sixth grade in regular school I was doing Hebrew school and regular school. Hebrew school's every Saturday. Oh, I just want to bring something up real quick. The other day, my boyfriend on Saturday goes to me, so are you going to post something on my Instagram today? And I'm like, no, Saturday is the day of rest. He goes, did you just say something Jewish at me? I'm like, <laughs> he didn't say it like that. He, I, I, he's like, did you just say that? And I'm like, wait a minute, that was really Jewish of me, wasn't it? It's <laughs> our Sabbath day. So I guess, yes, I don't go online a lot on Saturdays. I really, <laughs> but I also consider Sunday a day of rest too. I'm like, I'm taking both of them. Yeah, there you go. Mix, you know? <laughs> mix and match. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, 
When I was 11 in sixth grade in regular elementary school, uh, there was a girl who went to the conservative temple, which is uh, closer to my house, but my parents didn't want to raise me like strict religion anything. My mom probably had a lot of experiences at the Catholic school that I'll never hear about, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think, I, I know this is weird, but I think they never told them that my mom was Spanish because I distinctly remember one time at Hebrew school telling someone I was Puerto Rican and the principal looked at me weird. And it was like during, after a service in synagogue on a Saturday. Oh, wow. I remember that moment. And my mom looked at me like, shh. <laughs> I'm like, what? I didn't even know it, you know? Yeah. That's weird. I'm sorry. I'm getting to my story. It just every time I talk to you, all this stuff comes up. I'm like, oh, wow. Remember this memory? Because you're a freaking, you're an, a, a doctoral therapist. Oh, no, bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, let's just, all these doors keep unlocking. I'm like, oh, remember this? Remember that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Come on. Anyway, so in sixth grade, I was talking to this other girl telling her how we were talking about Judaism. She was saying she goes to the temple near my house and I go to the one on the other side of town. And I was telling her my dad's Jewish, but my mom's Spanish. And she's like, you're not Jewish then. I'm like, what? And that's when I found out. I'm like, who says that to someone for one thing? It just right. shocked me to my core. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then you wanted me, uh, I didn't know that that can happen. Like, that's right. the first time I realized, like, what, someone's telling me I'm not what I am, but I was raised that way. So what? Right. Yeah. Right. And then when I was about 19, I remember talking to uh, an Israeli man from Israel. And I told him my mom wasn't Jewish. He's like, you're not Jewish. Like, really hatefully. Wow. Yeah. um, And that brings me to, um, look, we're just going to touch on this, guys, because I am not completely informed. I will admit that. Um, so the two times in my life that people, that I remember people telling me I'm not Jewish, they have both been Sephardic and I'm Ashkenazi, which means Eastern European Jew as Mm -hmm. opposed to Middle Eastern Jew. Got it. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not saying that's a thing, but a lot of Sephardics are very strong about that. Sephardic Mm -hmm. Jews, you know? About being like pure? About being purely Jewish? And that was the whole stuff with Nick Cannon and the Zionism and the, um, because there, if you ever go in New York in Times Square, you might see the, the um, black people with the robes on and the, star, the Jewish stars, and they're prosthetizing on a, a, a huge microphone and a stage in the middle of Times Square, the black Jews. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like Zion, heavy Zionists. And I've been, you know, you walk around New York your whole life, you see them your whole life. So I never really paid attention anyway. Right. But there is, I was talking to my content creator about this and she went, she's extremely informed about all of this stuff. I mean, what Nick, with the whole Nick Cannon thing, it's more like, um, well, Jews come from, you know, the Bible stories are Middle East. Jesus comes from Nazareth in Africa. He's fucking black. Mm -hmm. And I get that. I get why black people would, you know, or just anyone Middle Eastern or dark, you know, Jews, you know, Mm -hmm. cling to the, you're not, if you're white, you're probably, you know, you're a different kind of Jewish. You're not like a real, I I don't know exactly because I have no hate towards any of that. Like, I mean, I don't think you should hate on the people. Like, you know, I was raised culturally Jewish. I'm culturally 
culturally Jewish. I'm not religious. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that that's a, that kind of brings up something for me because I don't know what Nick Cannon did. I know he got fired. And I know he said something that was really insensitive yeah. to the the Jewish but it's nation. Taken and out I, of context. So what exactly I, did he say? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I, like I, I no said, okay. I, I didn't. I really didn't want to, you know, get involved because it's not my wheelhouse. Got I know it. I use that word a lot. I don't know. I, I mean, and I, you know, Sammy Davis Jr. was Jewish, and you know, there's a whole like black Jewish movement, you know, and um, yeah. So, and I think it has something to do with skin color, but there's so many American Jews. I mean, we've come from the fucking Holocaust. Our families fled Poland. Absolutely. How dare you call us not Jewish because we were condemned for it just like you or a gypsy or a Romanov. I know, you know, like or a Native American, disabled, political prisoner, all these people killed in the Holocaust, you know? Right. And that's one thing I do know a lot about is Holocaust history. Like, that's the one thing I keep with me as a Jew. Like, Mm -hmm. I watch all the Holocaust shit. Right now, I am totally, uh, my boyfriend got me into Man in the High Castle because I I have to say I'm a bad sci-fi nerd. I've never read a PKD book in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I suggest you guys look up Sinclair Lewis. Because that's who I grew up with, Sinclair Lewis. He wrote Babbitt. I didn't grow, I mean, I'm a psych. I, and I guess PKD is psych. Anyway, I just didn't grow up with PKD. But Man right. in the High Castle is fucking amazing. Yes, it first, is. Oh my God, at first it was so hard to watch because it was kind of like when I first saw Schindler's List. My whole heart hurt, like my soul hurt. Yeah. That's why I still haven't gone to the Holocaust Museum in D.C. or I haven't tried to go to Poland to visit Auschwitz. I just, the right. empathness is strong when it mm-hmm. comes to that. Uh, and any uh, any plight that a, a minority has been through. Absolutely. But facing Holocaust stuff is really hard for me. You know, it gets very big, not hard. I could do it. I'm going to do it one day, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, so far, I've read all the books. I, I try to watch all the stuff. I, I, I do want to, I love High Castle, but I have to say Hunters kind of pissed me off and pissed a lot of Jews <laughs> off too. <laughs> because of the phrase, you look Jewish. Uh, and that's not the only thing, but that was one of the phrases that pissed me off. Yes, they have Carol Kane and Saul Rubinick in it, and they have Jews, you know, representing that, the art, but the whole, you look Jewish. Like, I've been mm-hmm. hearing that my whole life, when in fact, my big ass nose is Spanish, <laughs> not Jewish. It was my abuela's nose. And that's mm-hmm. all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Raven, I read your Outsiders. Oh, Um, you did. I did, I did. And I fucking loved it. Guys, I'm not sharing it with any of you, sorry. But (laughs) I do, you know, Raven is definitely in the same boat as I am with being an outsider and not belonging. I always want to, I grew up always wanting to belong, but I want to hear, you know, you talk about that because you have some really, oh my God, amazing things you've been through. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that when you're black and you're trying to, to be accepted, um, I think, I think it's not even being black. I think when you're a kid and you want to be accepted, I think everybody goes through that, you know, when you're young and you want to be accepted and you're looking for that acceptance. And I think what happened with me was that I happened to be black and I wanted, I was looking for acceptance just like any other. And I ended up not finding it anywhere. And it was like, 
I went through this, this kind of idea in my mind, like, okay, maybe I could, you know, fit in over here with the cheerleaders. No, not a cheerleader. (laughs) Maybe I could be over here with, you know, the so-called, you know, gangsters and, you know, no, no, not a gangster. Do you know enough hip hop to hang out I, with gangsters? I know plenty I of hip hop, but I am a rap and hip hop connoisseur. But I'm I don't I don't speak the language the same way. I don't have that yeah. to come back to. I don't have you know this this idea of the again back to the culture. I don't have that yeah. you know because I did I was I was a military brat, so we we traveled yeah. everywhere. So there's like this dis, there's a disconnect that comes from several different you know layers of who. I am. And, you know, it came with this, you know, there's a price you pay when you're not, you know, when you feel disconnected from the people in your tribe, you feel like, well, shit, what's the point? You know, I mean, I can't have any friends. I don't have anybody who gets me. Then what am I doing? You know? And so there's a lot of depression and a lot of things that go along with that. And I think at the time that I was thinking about writing Confessions of an Outsider, I was thinking to myself, you know, like I just wanted to write down on paper that this was a real thing that happens, um, not just to me, but to lots of people. And this idea that you can find connections when people just kind of come to you and you'll find your tribe. Yeah. And to know and to be okay with yourself and knowing that your tribe may not always look like you. Dude, word. (laughs) So, so, you know, like I love Mixie and we, you know, we are sisters from other mothers for sure, you know, but you know, it's like sisters from other misters, right? Our sisters from other misters. It rhymes. Because yeah. it's brothers from other mothers. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah. Got it. See what I'm saying, guys? The slang is just it's thrown off. But it's like, it's like that is that is awesome. You know, you know, Mixie's a member of my tribe now, you know, Yay. and that's 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 like, but people wouldn't, I mean, you could see us and be like, no way. Like, yeah, completely. No, we're sisters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we are. Yeah. We don't look alike, but we are. Exactly. And I think that that's what it kind of comes down to is kind of getting to that realization. But it sucks when you're living it. It sucks when you hear it. Like, I don't like Mixie was saying, like you're saying, you know, you don't want to watch um, movies. Well, watching Holocaust movies is difficult. So is watching movies about slavery for me. Like, I don't like, you know, and I'm to the point to where I've seen them so many times. I'm done with that shit. You know, Um, I just can't, I just can't do it anymore. And my, my husband is actually, you know, he's just written a story, you know, um, this amazing, this amazing book, you know, called the Red Monk of Roja. And it's this amazing story. And it actually takes place like before slavery, when, when blacks were kings and queens and lords and ladies. And, you know, it's funny because you're you're looking for people to publish it. And it's like, oh, that happened. We're not, you know, that sounds good, but you know, oh, it's no, a little too We'll get him on Pit Mad and tag POC. I'm telling you, September 3rd, guys, if you're in the writing Absolutely. Community. And I'm yeah. telling him, I'm like, and he's got a good point. It's like, why is it that nobody ever wants to tell the stories of when blacks were lords well, and ladies? I even heard before blacks were slaves, it was the Irish. You know, we had a big Irish hate thing for a while. Absolutely. Too. Irish people yeah. have been through quite a bit. Um, oh yeah, England, you know, Ireland, everybody. Yes. Ireland was everybody's bitch for a while. They have been through quite a bit of oppression, and and you know their stories are are also you know very very terrible and and awful for the things they've been through. And bloody, yeah. very oh bloody, my God. very bloody. Speaking of bloody, yeah, ooh, bloody, <laughs> <laughs> yay, blood. This might be a good time to talk about cinema therapy. 
Oh yeah, of course. And um, we picked the movie in like five seconds because I had just thought of it. And so, and it's, it was such a great pick. Um, Thank you. And I still haven't seen the fucking movie. And I'm yeah, and to. I don't, I don't want to spoil it for you. So I'm going to no, be very you delicate. Can spoil it for me. Here's the thing, I get really scared. It's the anticipation of getting scared before I go to a movie. Yeah. I like let it boil for like a year or two. I, I think the movies come out. Yeah. Out. You Dude, announced. it had to, it came out in 20, it had to be 2016 or 17 that Get Out yeah. came out, I believe. I'd have okay. to, I'd have to like look at it again, but I think it's it just, came out. I remember seeing all the, I'm like, this looks so fucking scary. I'm not going to sleep if I watch this and I you know, really want to see it. It, it was, but it was so psychologically so, you know, which yeah. to me is, to me makes it more scary. Cause like for me, if you oh, get yeah. into my head, that'll keep me up at night, you know, yeah, versus like a seen... traditional boogeyman. Oh my God. Yeah. Have you ever seen in the mind of madness with Sam Neill, the Lovecraft story from 95? Oh, in the mouth of madness. In yes, the mouth of madness. Yes. 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 For yes. a writer, I was like, holy shit. I feel that. You know? yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That story was way crazy. Well, what's yeah. the story of Get Out? So Get Out is basically about this guy, black guy, and he is with this, uh, he, he is in a relationship with a white, white woman. And the woman has decided that it's time for him to meet her family. So, so they it's like Sydney Poitier. Kind of like a guess who's coming to dinner yeah. with a really bloody twist. Yeah, pretty oh, much. Shit. Yeah, who's blooding to dinner? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and it basically comes into this. There's there's all these freaky you know behaviors and these freaky things that are going on in the house as he gets there and the relationships and the dynamics are are odd and there's all these things that are said and done and he's like what the hell is going <laughs> on you know and he's got you know he's trying to just kind of you know dismiss it dismiss it but it's like there's just so many weird things happening until it basically culminates into um this this realization that this family basically uses blacks, black individuals, um, you know, it seems like it's, it's not just men, it's women, but basically takes them, takes them and uses their bodies because they're sort of running out of their own lives and they go in and they start and they put other people's kind of like almost like an invasion of the body snatchers kind of a weird kind of dynamic you know so it's like now you know this this person in this body is not the same it's like this is mom this is what mom you this is this is now my mother but she's now this black lady you know what I mean? Wow. They've just basically taken them over and it's really psychological. And, you know, it, the way I'm explaining it is kind of like, you know, blah, but it's really psychological. You really have to see it to kind of understand it. Oh, I have but to now. Well, basically they're just, you, take it? you know, I thought it was really creepy. And, you know, one of the things that I had struck me the most when I saw this movie was honestly what happened after I first saw it. And I was walking out of the theater, my husband and I were walking out of the theater and these two guys were talking, black guy and white guy. And the white guy was like, yeah, I mean, it was good. It wasn't that scary, though. And the black guy goes, fuck you. That shit was scary as hell. And I thought to myself, and I thought to myself that is a, that's Jordan Peele's point right there, is that, yeah. like, you know, the point of that story is to let people understand, you know, like, that is a very scary story for a black person. <laughs> but oh, for maybe, God, but sure. for some, it's a scary story for me. I don't know how that white guy. Yeah, but it was like this disconnect in his, in the you know, like in an yeah. average person's mind who may not be getting it like that's it it's like this idea of 
you know, we're, cause it was almost like we're still kind of being used as slaves. We're being used for being. Yeah. 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 Like harvesting black, harvesting black people. Exactly. And that was kind of what was going on. And it, but it was like this, it was in a very different way, but it was very good, very well done, very well crafted. Um, definite shout out to Jordan Peele on that one. It was awesome. And Daniel Kaluuya was great. Oh, the lead actor? Yeah. Oh, he's love him. King. Oh my god. Love him. I remember seeing him in his eyes. I'm like, I gotta see this movie, but it looks so scary. It was. It isn't was Leslie um Ann Warren, Miss Scarlet from Clue. Isn't she the woman in it that Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I like, think I think of her like, you know, it when I when I would if I was to dissect this movie further with my archetypes, as we'll talk about here sooner, yeah. but I would definitely use put her as the jester or the joker. Oh yeah. Um, she could even be perceived as the lover as oh, well. Oh wow. Um well, wait, let's quote the raven then. Call call call. I love when I call you call. When I call you call. Yeah, just, just like, like that. that. all right let's call with raven um she asked you guys a question every week raven's gonna ask something and we're all gonna answer it and have fun damn it that's right damn Mm -hmm. it let's do it (laughs) so the question of the week guys was about archetypes and and i wanted to hear from you what your archetypes were um got a few responses and the biggest ones that stood out to me were a couple of people were sage jokers um or old wise men and jokers uh, however you want to phrase that sage can be phrased different ways but for the sage the sages are individuals that seek truth that will set them free, especially yeah. if the sage overcomes the temptation of, of dogma. Uh, so it can help us become wise. They see the world, themselves objectively, um, and they basically, they want to analyze, they want to know about the results of our actions and choices. They're seekers after truth and enlightenment. Um, they, they have a journey they want to go on. They want to get there. They want to talk about it. They want to get knowledge. They're about inner, right? Yes, this is the this is the outward person. A lot of the guys, a lot of the outward, people, the outward was the sage. Well, you um, and I are both sages first too. So is your husband. Correct. I'm a sage, and and uh, Mixie, you're a sage as well. Now inside, because there's an inner and an outer, right? Yeah. Um, the one that was the funniest or the interesting, most interesting for me was when the inside was the the jester or the or the joker. That is a person who basically urges us to enjoy the process of our lives. They're prone to laziness and dissipation, positives. They invite us all out to play, showing us how to turn our work, our interactions with others, and even the most mundane tasks into fun, okay? Ooh. They're all about that fun life, okay? <laughs> but what I did, because I'm a horror-crazy psycho fan... <laughs> oh, yeah, I, uh, my favorite part. I... Um, basically aligned a horror movie character to your archetype, okay? So if you're a sage, your archetype is none other than Hannibal Lecter, (laughs) right? (laughs) Okay, because the shadow side or the dark side of a sage is they're unfeeling, they're judgy, they're cold, they're heartless, they're pompous, they evaluate others and say that they are not good enough or not doing it right. And that is very 
Hannibal, you know. I I was just watching that yesterday, too. It was on after The Shining. I don't oh. know what channel we were watching yesterday. But, <laughs> but you had all the good it. stuff on. So I know, right? I love that movie so much. Do you know, I have a really interesting little tidbit for you. This has nothing to do tell with me. anything, but I, oh, I was tell just me, telling tell you, I, I was telling you already, I'm in that episode of Orange is the New Black yeah. as an extra years ago in episode one, season two of Orange is the New Black. Jodie Foster directed it. Awesome. And we didn't know that till we got there. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, they were like, don't talk to her. And I remember actually a really fun fact. I met the woman responsible for introducing Key to Peel. Oh, yeah, I write nice. it Rebecca. Yeah. I That's that awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, you introduced Key and Peel. It's dope. That's um, dope. Right? That's what's up. I like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, they had said, don't talk to Jody. And I was like, oh, my God, I so want to go. <laughs> you know, but no, I would have gotten kicked off set. And now I have an awesome strut. Yes. Well, and you know, right? the truth is. The truth is, is that she didn't, she never wanted to talk to him. Apparently she was scared of him. Um, I saw an interview when she talked about it. She was like, I never really talked to Anthony Hopkins because I was so freaking scared of him. <laughs> so if they didn't have a scene together, she was like somewhere else. So I can definitely understand. I can definitely oh, see her being like, do not quote any animal, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. I know, right? Uh, I know. I was <laughs> Oh yeah. That would have been a bad day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, um, oh, yeah, okay, so the fool or the jester, the joker, mm -hmm. the horror movie archetype is it, Pennywise. We all got down here, Georgie. That's right. And when you're um, down here. Yeah, I love that. All right, <laughs> yes. so the, I, did, I lied to you. I said sage joker, but the first time I took it, it said joker joker, because I guess oh. I, I was so excited to take it. I'm like, yeah, strongly agree, strongly agree, strongly agree. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's wait a bit and take it again on a level head. Nice. Yeah, nice. so I was like, I'm a killer clown, but I like I like Pennywise too, but Pennywise. From outer space, guys. Yes. That movie. <laughs> and our, our shadow side, when it, our dark side of being a, a, a joker is that we can be a glutton, we can be sloth, we can be wholly defined by the lusts and urges of the body without Yay. any sense of dignity or self-control. Oh, uh, oh. Yeah, you no, know, I'm not that. Pennywise is definitely one to just be like, give me more kids. <laughs> they're tasty i want us all to float with the kids now for me personally i'm a warrior on the inside i'm a sage on the outside and the warrior, warrior yeah warriors well basically when everything seems lost the warrior rides over the hill and saves the day they're tough and courageous um they help us set up and achieve goals and things like that um overcome obstacles persist in difficult times um they tend to see others as enemies and to think in either either or terms. Um, they're basically they have relatively simple thought patterns thinking simply to win whatever confronts them. Basically, I want to slay that dragon. Um, and you know, basically I don't want to be afraid. I don't I don't like to feel weak. So now the the horror movie archetype, the horror movie character for Warrior, I aligned him to Dracula because that was kind of Dracula. And our shadow side of, 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 as a warrior is we have our skills for personal gain without thought of morality, ethics, or the good of the whole group. 
Basically, the warrior just perceives everything virtually that happens as a slight, a threat, or a challenge to be confronted. So I definitely thought of Dracula. Uh, What's your favorite Dracula, Rave? My favorite Dracula is Dracula Untold, Luke Evans. Ooh, I've never even heard of that. Wow. Um, obviously, my original favorite would be Bram Stoker's, but definitely. I was going to say, like, I read that <laughs> book when I was 15 before all my friends and I saw the movie. I did the same thing for Mary Shelley's Frankenstein before Kenneth Branagh's version came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my husband's favorite is, is Frankenstein. Oh, my God. He absolutely loves that book. But I, I definitely have to say Bram Stoker's is like the the OG oh, for Dracula. Oh, I mean, God. just totally. Or Bella. I mean, Bella Lugosi. As well. Sure, Bella Lugosi. Yeah, I mean, he brought about that whole Dracula's romantic, and then Gary Oldman just took it to another level. And then Ben Cross did it too with um, Dark Shadows, the original, the, sh- the original show, Dark Shadows with Ben yeah. Cross. He was so good as Dracula, in my opinion. But um, but Luke, watch watch Dracula Untold with Luke Evans. It was so good. Ooh. It was I'm such have a to good see story. Near dark. I'm such a bad. Are movie you here. kidding me? Oh yeah, my and God. I love Bill Paxton and punk vampires in the 80s. I'm like, why haven't I seen this yet? That's such a great movie to talk about, even with this with this particular episode that we're discussing, because, you know, one of the things that he would, that uh, Luke, um, Lance Henriksen, who played the the leader of the, of the vampire group, he would always say, we are tribe. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> Yay. It's yes. like we are legend, but cooler. Yes, 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 awesome. yes. It was oh, cool. Oh, I like that. Yay. Raven, do you think... Um, horror movie monsters are racist to each other like does dracula not like frankenstein or do other vampires not like dracula do they think they have systemic and local racism in the monster world i don't think so i think they have enough problems and worrying about who's who now i think that there was some kind like i wasn't there some kind of like there's conflict between Dracula and Frankenstein, if I remember correctly. I'm not oh, yeah. sure and we've what that's had, about. Like, Alien versus Predator and Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, but I think that's more conflict of like, I'm boss and you're not, you know, kind of thing. Oh, okay. So Freddy wouldn't be like, hey, masker. Yeah, you know. Well, Jason's right. We should be wearing a mask. Well, exactly. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring quarantine, that Quarantine, quarantine, people. <laughs> Jason Freddy actually wear a mask. He would infect us. Jason and Michael have it right, right? I mean, they're they're yeah. masked up. You know, they're totally. <laughs> it's probably why they keep coming back because they're like a virus. <laughs> they're just. <laughs> they're not. Oh they're not susceptible. To it. <laughs> with Raven, guys. Let's let's call for Raven right now. And then, oh, call, call, call. It was awesome. Yay. You know what? Before we continue, you want to come up with a question of the week? Oh, yeah. So we could do a poll about which um, oh. either horror movie character you were attracted to. Oh, yes, that one. That's the yeah. question. Yeah. So, uh, like, yeah, we'll do polls now. I like that. And so I'll pick from, I'll pick from Freddie, Michael, Jason, we got to do the, we got to do the main guys and then I'll, let's add one more. Or do you want to do other guys? Who do you want to no, do? Do who you want. Just, I'm trying to think on. of like who I can think of that would be considered attractive. Um, like the creeper Texas chainsaw guy, Texas chainsaw. Yeah. Leatherface. So we can leather do Leatherface, the creeper, basket head, <laughs> pumpkin head. <laughs> Pumpkin head. Well, uh-huh. no, probably not pumpkin head because he's kind of he's 
kind of yeah <laughs> maybe freddie because he's like kind of like the he's kind of got that yeah freddie I, you know even that melted face is hot yeah i love robert england he's so cute he was in v remember v yeah the show with the, the show with that where they were yeah, lizards yeah. or whatever yeah yeah Hell yeah he was in yeah. the original one I don't remember that, but I was really young when I saw that original. That's how they show. hired him for Freddy Krueger. You should watch the documentary Never Sleep Again. Okay. Yeah, it's like a six-hour right. documentary on the Freddy Krueger. We'll either we'll do. Let's do like Michael, Freddy, Creeper, and um, who's Creeper? Jeepers Creepers guy. Oh, I love the Creeper. <laughs> I love those movies. And I like, do too. I love the Creeper. Oh my God, Brian makes fun of me so hard because he hates them. Like, I only watched them because he's like, somebody made me watch Jeepers Creepers and I hated it. And I was like, I'm going to watch it. I'm like, these are fucking good. They are. They're so good. They're so. Now, three was a little weird, but you know who I met and who like loves me? Meg Meg Foster. Oh, I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. She, okay. Did you see Jeepers Creepers three? No. That's (laughs) okay. Yeah, there you go. Well, did you ever see Leviathan? No, if from eighty-eight. Oh, okay. No, that no. looked like it was going to scare me. It would have. Leviathan's pretty creepy and disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty gross. I, I finally saw the abyss after thirty fucking years. You know. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, but that all. You know, when you see the Leviathan or like the Blob remake um, trailers in the eighties, when you're ten or whatever, that sh- scares the shit out of you. It, it is. I finally saw the Blob remake because the first Blob scared me, and it's from the fifties. Yeah, know? yeah. The Blob remake was actually really good. It's one of my faves. I actually really like that movie. I love the Blob with Dylan with Shawn yeah. Smith from so, who did went into Saw after. Yeah, and the Dylan. Um, Kevin Dillon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin He's, Dillon. Yeah, he was super cute. Um, I, oh, you know who else is kind of... Another one that I... Is Nightbreed. Did you ever see Nightbreed? No, I still haven't seen Nightbreed. Holy shit, Mixie! I know, I know. I'm oh dying. Oh, my God. I'm dying over here. I'm dying. You're killing me. I know, killing me I know, I know, I know. I'm stupid. I'm sorry. I haven't seen nearly as much horror film as I should because I had a big lapse in never watching horror films. That's right. You didn't watch yeah. horror films. You know, I yeah. could ask about Jack Nicholson and The Shining, you know. Okay, we can ask about anything. <laughs> the I- Lost Boys was another, they were who I was in love with. I have with. a Lost Boys shirt. Girl, that's one of my favorite movies ever. Not I can recite hard. that movie line by line. I watched it oh every single God. day when I was a kid. It was probably my sexual awakening or something because oh I was super, I was super into those guys. I can't do Keeper Sutherland. I just thought it, he was so fucking hot in that movie. Oh no, my, my, my line is when he would say, um, drink some of this, Michael. just rice michael (laughs) i was like this guy is so hot like i i was so into him i was so you know what i forgot to tell you about um our first episode together i forgot to tell you i didn't know you were such a brad pitt fan the first time i ever had a crush on brad pitt was his episode of tales from the crypt when i was 15 and then and then i never had a crush on brad pitt again but him in tales from the crypt oh so good so good i knew you'd appreciate that hell yes i love i love brad pitt i i actually just think he's a phenomenal actor honestly like most of his movies that i've seen are really good my husband has watched fight club yesterday too oh (laughs) that's see that's one of the epic ones and my my husband has a huge thing for legends of the fall that's his favorite movie that's his favorite brad pitt i i saw that once and just made me laugh so hard with all the over drama oh my god i cannot stand that movie he's gonna die 
from a bear. This is so fucking stupid, this movie. <laughs> exactly. I me did, during the movie. I did not like the movie because I didn't like the fact that the chick in the movie slept with everybody in the family. Yeah. <laughs> and then the poor girl who just said, I'm going to marry you one day. And then she does. And then she, and then dies. she does. And then she She's dies. She's the one yes. that dies the happiest, though. She of got course. everything she, she got wanted. Everything she wanted. She got Brad. She got kids with him. She got everything. But right. I was just like, this is just so, what the hell? But he loves that movie. But I will say that Brad Pitt's character, Tristan, looked so hot in that oh, movie so hot. Or that I could watch it any time. Wet lake movie or river movie or a river runs through a it. A river right? runs through it, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. They all had hot lake movies back then. Or they hot did. watery movies. For me, Keanu was point break. That's when I was. Oh, yeah. He's wet in that one, too. I was like, hello Girl, there. I was like, you know what? There should be a separate segment on like actual cinema therapy. Like, I love your cinema therapy idea. This would be great. See the way we talk. It's like, I know we could just. I could do this like all day. So I'm gonna let. We probably should wrap that. Yeah, I'm just. I'm gonna keep talking about movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. There's your cinema therapy stuff, guys. (laughs) So the birds is one of my favorite movies. Ooh, that's another one. Now we could do a whole thing on Alfred Hitchcock movies. Oh, we'll do that. All right, let's let, let's uh, wrap it up though, because <laughs> we'll we'll never stop talking. Never stop talking. I know. <laughs> I love you, Ray. <laughs> You're the fucking best. <laughs> caw, 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 caw. Hey, ladies. Anything? Any questions? Comments? Hey, ladies and dudes. You know, uh, guys, listen to us too. And Absolutely. we don't, we aren't misandrists. We want women <laughs> to open up, but we want men to open up too. And I will have dude mouths on here. We will have dude mouths on here. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, speaking of dude mouths, this. one guy I do want on here, my best friend, David Wolf, um, he creates all the art for me, my book covers, my podcast. He created all the lady mouth art, uh, Lionora, my lion, rar. And he's creating a crow for the raven. Woo woo! Call, call, call! Yay! Awesome! Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Oh, my God, I love awesome. I I keep forgetting to use it. Awesome. We've been texting each other awesome, guys. Awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. Yes, I love it. That's awesome. (laughs) Yay. So, uh... The Red Bubble Shop is always linked at the end of our episodes, and I promise I won't be like, "Oh, go to our Red Bubble Shop every episode." <laughs> but we do have a Red Bubble Shop, and Raven's Crow is coming soon, like this week. So you know, absolutely, guys. We have stickers and merch and shit. And anyway, be on the lookout for my question of the week. Oh, you were doing a poll now. Remember we just talked yes, about this? Yes, I'm doing a poll. <laughs> I'm doing a poll on the on hot horror characters, hot horror movie characters. <laughs> When I was a kid, I thought Jeffrey Dahmer was kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. We have some real-life horror movie guys, or horror guys as well, but... Yeah, no car- serial killers. Sorry. Yeah. I just had to, I'm like, tell people. Yeah. Dahmer. Mine was Ted Bundy. He was hot. Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And, you know, and white guys, I don't know if you saw that movie, In Dreams. It just proves to me that white guys are the scariest. Yes, I did see that movie. Yeah. yeah. How scary was RDJ? Yeah, As that a, was. Oh my god! Yeah, that was creepy. Yeah, guys, answer Raven's poll. We want to know what movie monsters you're attracted to. Are you going to answer? Should we answer now, or should who we answer? Are you attracted to? Who am I attracted to? No, I'll tell you guys next uh, time. I'll just answer on your poll. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to see. What I'll, you I'll answer. I'll answer on the poll. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, for it. yeah. 
Yeah. All right, guys, see our weekly poll because uh, even though we did get responses from a weekly question, I guess asking people to take like a 50 question quiz for. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they were feeling it. I love but that I think shit. I do, I do too, but I'm a psych guy or a gal, so I guess I should just. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it to a minimum so people can get on with their business. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, guys, so come uh, get at me at. Um, uh, get at us at Lady Mouse Pod at Twitter and no, just listen to us and have fun with us and engage with us. Yes, yes, engage so we can have all kinds of fun on our show talking about what you want to talk about. Yay! All right, thank you, everybody. Thank um, you. Yay! Rawr! Rawr! Call, call, call! there. Do you take great pleasure out of using large and obscure words that nobody understands? Perhaps you enjoy peppering a strange adjective into a work email, or finding a new verb to pursue as a hobby? Or perhaps you are a seasoned logophile, such as myself. An assemblage of grandiose and bombastic grandiloquence brings together all the world's most interesting, bizarre, and fascinating language to teach you a new word every day. We are available on all of your podcatchers, and you can find out more about us at that'snotcanon.com. I cannot wait to explore the wonderful world of words with you. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Not yet, babe. I'll give... buying. No, no buying. Can you give me a few minutes, babe? We gotta get. No, you don't need help. You're not buying anything. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.